0: Welcome to this podcast which was derived from the Rotary and Community Services Show which aired on the 10th of August 2012 on Community Radio Station 3WBC 94.1 FM. In this podcast, past District Governor 9800 Anne White outlines the first e-club in that district. Well, welcome to the Rotary and Community Services Show on 3WBC 94.1 FM and also streaming live on the World Wide Web. Well, dear listener, we now have uh, a very great thing that has happened to Rotary in District 9800. We now have an e-club. Now you're going to ask, what the hell is an e-club? And I fortunately have uh, Anne White with us, who's past District Governor. Anne, can I throw the question to you? What the hell is an e-rotary club?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, David. Um, An e-club is pretty much like an ordinary rotary club, except that instead of meeting face-to-face, members all meet online at the website, but not all at the same time. They can go and visit the website any time during the week, 24 hours a day, to seven days so it means that it, they can fit it in with their own schedule apart from that they yep. get together to do projects and they get together for social events
0: okay i must say it's a sort of a, a concept that uh, takes a little while getting your mind around doesn't it Anne?
1: <laughs> well if you're used to uh, traditional rotary meetings uh, this is something quite different i should mention yep. david that there is a pure e-club um, the e-club that we formed in uh, District 9800 is a hybrid e-club. Yeah. A pure e-club draws its members from all around the world and they don't actually ever get together. They do their community service locally where they are and they only ever get together yeah. if they go to an international convention.
0: But oh, is, I see.
1: This is a hybrid e-club and we're drawing most of our members from the general geographical area of Melbourne So that that they can get together and do projects and they can meet socially.
0: So this is sort of like almost a halfway house between a fully club and a normal club. That's correct. Okay. Now, when did this actually all kick off?
1: Well, we actually got the website up this week, David, on um, Monday, the 6th of August, when we launched the uh, website. And so oh. from now on we're in business. We're, our doors okay. are open.
0: And just to tell us what that website is, uh, please, Anne.
1: Okay, It's uh, the address is www.rotaryeclubofmelbourne.org.au
0: Now, Anne, could you just explain in a bit more detail why you thought such an e-club was necessary?
1: Okay, David, uh, there are a number of reasons. Um, the, there are over 30 rotary e-clubs already around the world. so this. Is
0: Good heavens, that's a, quite a number. Really. <laughs> it
1: is. It's, it's not brand new. It's been trialled for a while and there are now quite a yeah. number of e-clubs in operation. So it was really, we looked at would an e-club be appropriate in our district. And so it uh-huh. actually took six months to look at what the e-club would look like and, and who would we be attracting as members. Mm and we put that as a recommendation to the um, district governor and the district leadership team and they came back and agreed that it would be worth doing. So from that point onwards we um, started putting the the plans together uh, for the launch that occurred this week. The concept really is that there are quite a number of people who can't join Rotary's traditional clubs for a number of Uh reasons and the idea is that an e-club will be attractive to these people who feel they cannot commit to a traditional club. And some examples of this are, are obviously people who travel a lot during the week but are back yes. on the weekends. They're actually able to do project work on the weekends, but they can't make any commitments to attend meetings during the week. These yeah. people uh, would be, an e-club would be very suitable for them because they could attend in inverted commas,
0: uh, during the
1: week while they're away by going online. The other group of people are younger people who are comfortable with the technology, comfortable with meeting online, and who really, you know, the concept of getting together every week is a concept that perhaps is something not as attractive to them. They're quite happy to get together to do project work, and they're quite happy to get together for a fully social function, but the idea of meeting every week is perhaps not as attractive to them as traditional Rotarians who find meeting every week a very pleasant experience.
0: Uh, that's an interesting point you raise there, Anne, because we did a uh, interview on the Rotary Show about oh, probably 20 months ago with a Generation Y person, and I put this question to her, and uh, one of the things she said, that the way we organise our life now is not through regular meetings, but much more through social media so thought that the idea of coming to a weekly meeting was uh, a little bit foreign to them so certainly the Z club would be uh, bridging the gap there.
1: Well that's right and and we really need to look at how Rotary will be in the future as, yeah. as those people in uh, that generation get older uh, there'll be less of the traditional Rotarian who likes to meet every week so we need to have options for younger people coming up that will suit their lifestyle and suit the way in which they want to spend their time. And I, Yeah, no. another,
0: very true, Anne.
1: Another thing I'd like to mention there, David, is the, um, often an e-club for traditional Rotarians can be a place where they join for a period of time. It's It's been shown in the other e-clubs around the world that often um, a Rotarian from a traditional club who's meeting yeah. attending the meetings are difficult will leave their club and join the e-club for a period of time while their life is in that particular situation.
0: Uh-huh. And then yes.
1: as soon as actually, their lifestyle changes again and they've got the time available, they leave the e-club and they go back to a traditional club. So that, that, apparently that's quite a pattern. And uh, so I don't think that we should assume that an e-club will be made up of all one type of people. There may be traditional Rotarians who join yeah, an e-club yeah. for a period of time only and then move back to a traditional club when their life changes.
0: No, I, I can see that filling a gap because I can think of uh, one instance in our own club where it was a husband and wife and uh, the wife had to leave when uh, they had three children to bring up, whereas an e-club would have been a, a wonderful sort of gap while she was in that uh, early looking after children phase, if you know what I mean. Well,
1: that's right. And, and you know, there, it's really a situation of... Uh, People sometimes, and that's existing members of Rotary, but also consider yeah. potential new members of Rotary who feel they simply can't make that commitment to that weekly meeting. Yeah. Um, even with the extensions we've now got to the attendance rules, where you know events and, and meetings can count as attendance. Even, yeah. even so, a lot of people don't feel comfortable in making a commitment they can't make. So,
0: yes, that's uh, right.
1: An e-club is, is some can perhaps be a way of, um, of these people making a commitment to be a Rotarian, doing community service work, etc. And then eventually, if their lives move into different directions, they may uh, leave the e-club and uh, join a traditional club.
0: Now, Anne, one of the things you mentioned uh, uh, just a little while ago was getting involved in some sort of community works and services. And I noticed uh, that you've mentioned a thing called the Rotary Project Bank. Could you just explain a little more detail what that's all about?
1: Yes, this is something that I've been thinking about for a few years, actually, David, is that often um, Rotary Clubs do wonderful projects, but we don't work together enough. We don't sometimes do big enough projects because we're limited to yes. the resources we've got available within our club. And right. The, project bank, the Rotary Project Bank is um, an idea that we've put on the eclubs club's website. And what yeah. it is is that any Rotary club can submit their project to go up on the project bank where they're looking for volunteers to assist them in completing their project. And, right. and the idea is that anyone can volunteer to assist them on their project. It might be a Rotarian from another club, but it might also be a mm-hmm. member of the public who is interested in what the, the project is and... Oh, no, that's
0: an interesting, that's a very interesting point, Anne. Sort of, uh, uh, you're almost targeting uh, everybody rather than just Rotarians.
1: Absolutely. Uh, What we often find is that we have a lot of people that we know who don't want to be Rotarians but love to help us on our projects. And we need to provide an avenue, uh, an opportunity for those people to volunteer their time on something that really excites them. Um, So we've put the project bank up there. I think we've got about five projects Right now, but we're obviously looking to get a lot more projects up there, and uh, we're inviting people to go to the project bank. And if there's something of interest to them there, uh, submit their volunteer form, and uh, it will be forwarded directly to the club project leader, who will
0: oh I see yeah who will
1: contact them and uh, and look after them from that point. So the e club uh, website is really just acting as a host for the project bank yes. and a, um, a vehicle for volunteers to register that they would like to assist on a particular project. We need to think bigger, David. We need to, to, um, if a a project's a good project, can we do more if we actually ask for resources uh, to allow us to do it in a way?
0: No, I think that's a a splendid idea. Can you just give us an example of one of the projects that's currently on the... uh, Bank. Yes, there's some, there's some very good projects, even even with a small number that
1: we currently have started up with. Yeah. But the one that I like um, is called Second Bite. And it's uh, okay. the Rotary Club of Melbourne, is actually the host club for this particular project. And they actually have volunteers amongst their members, but they need additional volunteers who go to the market um, after uh, when the market is finishing, uh, the Victoria market. Oh, yes. And they pick up the unwanted food that would spoil if it wasn't used, and they distribute that food to the charitable organisations that want the food. So it's oh, that's um, an a, excellent a, idea. And and you can imagine that, that there are volunteers yeah. required every week for that. And so people can volunteer, you know, to, to do that kind of thing once or twice a year, or you know, once a month, or whatever suits their lifestyle, yeah. without having to be a Rotarian.
0: Or if oh, if you I. I, I I like the sound of that one. I think that's the sort of project that would grab the public uh, imagination of it.
1: Well, there is so much food that would go to waste if if this sort of project wasn't in place to make good use of it. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, you know, there there are other uh, opportunities there and we really encourage people to go to the website and have a look and uh, there will be more projects coming on board as this concept uh, grows and the clubs realise that uh, they can think bigger.
0: Okay, then, Anne, I'd like to sort of turn more to what I believe is a very important part of Rotary, and that's what I would call the friendship area. Now, how would you envisage this working with the e-club?
1: Okay, and, and this is a, a, a valid point, because um, it, while it's uh, uh, quite normal for young people to conduct their social life online, uh, most of us, David, uh, and, and will probably find that very difficult. We're, we're used to face.
0: <laughs> most unusual, if I be <laughs> <Yes>. honest. <laughs>
1: we're used to face-to-face contact. And, That's right. And uh, and there is definitely a place for face-to-face contact. Um, even people comfortable online still have face-to-face
0: social yeah. events.
1: But the the e club will have uh, get-togethers, and in fact, we've scheduled yeah. the first two uh, uh, get-togethers of potential members. So that they can, uh, you know, if it suits them, they come down. You know, we've, I think we've allowed an hour, an hour and a half for the first yeah. get-together at O'Connell's uh, uh, pub. And the reason for this is so that those who are interested can come down and get to meet other potential members of the club. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I- there, there is no difference between an e-club and a traditional club when it comes to organising social events. The only difference is that you hear about it online rather than hearing about it at a meeting.
0: Now, Anne... You want to try and encourage some people to come and uh, register an interest. How could they do that?
1: Okay. Well, we're very keen, David, to hear from people who uh, either just want to know what the e-club's about and have some questions about it or who may be considering uh, whether they should put Rotary as uh, Rotary membership or not. Yep. Really, I really want to encourage those people to uh, go to the website and there is to contact us on the website and just let us know that you're interested or you have some queries, and we'll get back to them um, once we get that um, submission from them of what they're interested in. So I, think uh-huh. I would encourage people uh, if, to go to the website, and if I can repeat that website
0: By all means. address
1: for you, www, yep. and then all one word, Rotary e Club of Melbourne yep. org.au
0: I think we might have that again, please,
1: Anne. It's yes, www, and then all one word, just one very big word, rotaryeclubofmelbourne.org.au
0: And uh, obviously that website will have heaps of information and as the club kicks off and gets more and more... Uh, I should imagine there'll be an exponential growth in things that are going to be on that website. Well,
1: right now we have quite a lot of content on the website, uh, David. We have yeah. our discussion topic of the week. At this today, this week it's uh, eradication of polio with the latest update and status. It even has video yeah. there on uh, the fact that India became, it was no longer polio endemic, a video there. So it's we also have links on the site to artic- other articles and... Videos, so I would strongly recommend people go and have a little hunt around the site. There's a lot of uh, information available there, and also yep. uh, for visiting Rotarians, if would like to do a makeup at the e club, there is a visiting Rotarians tab on the screen, and I strongly yep. suggest they go in there. and um, uh, The instructions are there for what they're to do to register a makeup, because yep. it counts as a valid makeup, um, even though it's a provisional Rotary club they can make up at the e-club and I would uh, suggest to them that this might be a fun way of uh, finding out where the technology is taking Rotary into the future.
0: Absolutely excellent. And Alright then, Anne, if I had a a nice sound here, I think I'd have that of a champagne uh, bottle corking. Can I Uh, I mention
1: something, David? Yeah, sure. I just thought I'd I'd mention something here because some Rotarians are not too sure about these types of changes. Um, Paul Harris, the founder of Rotary International, he actually actually said something once, and I'd like to just put the quote if I can because I think it's very relevant to this e-club move and the project bank move.
0: Okay.
1: And he said, This is a changing world. We must be prepared to change with it. The story of Rotary will be rewritten again and again. And I think it's interesting that Paul Harris recognised that the organisation that he started would have to change as times change. Yeah. And this eClub and the Project Bank really are steps in that direction forward for Rotary.
0: I think mighty steps, and if I may say so. <laughs> and thank you very much for being on the uh, Rotary and Community Services show. And I'd like to sort of put a mild challenge to you that we might come back and talk to you in six, nine months' time to get an update on how this e-club of Melbourne is progressing.
1: Oh, it would be my pleasure, David.
0: Thank you very much indeed, Anne. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This was produced and presented by David Proud of the Rotary Club of Canterbury in Melbourne, Victoria. Other podcasts can be found on our club website, which is www.canterburyrotary.org.